Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books. Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. Welcome in. Defeating the Curse. Week 13 has come and has gone. I think 12, 13, something like that. I, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. All the losses, all the commander's losses run together at this point, FP. It's been uh happy Thanksgiving, belated Thanksgiving to you, sir, and to everyone listening. I know we uh we recorded a bit early last week, and we were I mean I think we all picked Dallas to win that game, FP. I don't think any of us predicted a complete and disgusting blowout like that. Although I do remember you in the chat minutes before the game kicked off saying, I hope they lose by 50. Am I am I misremembering that or do I, I think do I, I think I think I actually said 48 to 6, which is close enough to 45-10. So yeah, it was it was I, I just recall that as I was sitting down. You know, meal. The first part of the meal was over. I was kind of getting comfortable, ready to go. And then, you know, ding, ding, ding. I check my phone, and it's FP saying they're going to lose by 150. And I was like, "Well, that's interesting. I mean, if that happens, it's got to be the end of JDR." And there was a tangent conversation there, and it continued through most of the game and halftime. Maybe they couldn't fire or make a coaching change with four days uh, between games. You know, given that they played on Sunday, and then they were playing again on um, on Thursday on Thanksgiving. But the expectation was, I think, as that game progressed, that we started to say it, and I think uh, a lot of the talking heads locally started to say the same thing. If the game ends ugly, it's got to be the end for JDR, right? Like the only reprieve here, or the only reason he was still coaching on Thanksgiving was that there was just wasn't enough time to release a statement, make make the changes necessary, fly to Dallas, get a practice in, a walkthrough in, play the game. Maybe, maybe not, right? I, I don't know. He seemed like it was a dead man walking basically since week three or four of the season. I think it's been the same recurring. I mean, literally, if you if you picked if you picked a random podcast between weeks three and seven that we recorded, it would be the same stuff, right? Rivera looks right. like not doing anything. JDR, the scheme. Just this year. You could also go Just, back the other two years. Several years. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. But regardless, he's out now, and it looks like Ron's going to be the one calling plays from this point forward. I, I, I'm not really sure how you feel about it. I mean, he had to do something. He had to do something. But, you know, just, I mean, that happened on Friday. Yesterday, we get news that Harris has basically told Ron he's not coming back. So, mm-hmm. I mean, okay. So, like, we're legitimately now in a lame duck situation. Where do you go from here? Like, where do you go from here? I think, first of all, we can't give Ron any credit when it comes to firing JDR. I truly oh, don't man. think. You don't want to. No, no, no. I truly don't think he would have done he would have fired JDR if the media didn't turn up the heat on him. So that presser right after the Cowboys game, I forgot who it was. It was either JP or, or the, the the CBS guy. Uh, I forgot his name. But they were basically asked, they're like, if you don't change anything, how can you expect the players to change? Yes. How can you expect the product to change? Yes. Can, Ron, the players, can the players expect a different outcome if the right. coaching doesn't change? And Ron basically was like, I'm not going to get into that right now. I'm not I'm not going to yes. answer that question. Yep. And then his statement released from the commanders directly quoted that question. Yeah. Which makes me think he's, did, he's did reacted he just, to everything. Yeah, he just it, reacted to media. It, yeah. It was the written form of last year. Oh, right. Eliminated? 
Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So uh, I don't, I don't. Uh, if uh, if if our media was not as, I don't know, tenacious as it is, and didn't apply heat, then I don't think Ron would have fired I JDR. Is, I think this is a really important point that folks outside of DC Metro don't understand. Like we're not New York, it's not LA. Although I would say LA doesn't really care about and the NFL. Uh, but it's not New England, right? It's not. It's not New York. It's it's maybe not even Chicago. But like, we pay attention here. Like, we have yeah. informed. We don't have like goofball talk radio in DC. We have like it's an adult version of everything. I don't know how else. Right, to yeah, it's like, the news capital of the country. Yeah, like, this is a serious. So even our beat reporters are yes, very well. Prepared. They're classically trained, and they yes. work in rooms with real reporters, and they yeah. know how to ask real questions. I don't think people give them as a media core enough credit this is just my own opinion and i think ron even now four years on into the job here in dc he still treats them like it's north it's charlotte like it's just right. our local yeah, we're gonna media go is after. in essence national media that's yes. just how it is and, being part of dc and i think he's that's why this market is so big right but it's also an informed it's an informed audience it's an inf it's a legacy franchise like people here like they know, like we're not experts. I don't want to say like everyone's an expert, but we generally know what we're looking at. We're not an expansion franchise that's existed for five minutes, right? In comparison, like the Panthers, I still think he's figuring that out. I think if you go back to when he was first hired, there was a there was okay. We were excited. We got a coach, somebody who's going to help, you know, set a new path forward. And it and even if you look back now, maybe some of this is in is revisionist history, but he starts onboarding all of the parent like the Panthers guys, all of them. Yeah. And like with each, one, with each one of them, players, staff, uh, you know, front office, whatever, all we're like, ah, uh, like why? Like, like there's no one in the building, there's no one else in the country yeah, that can no, do this. Like hundred percent. Why why are we the DC Panthers? And and it, it just kind of was always there. But then on top of that, he's I mean, you could go from from Dan Snyder's Happy Thanksgiving introduction to Ron Rivera. Sure. To literally this past Thanksgiving, yep. Ron has shot himself in the foot with the media yeah. over and over and over again, where yes. he will deny, yell, defend, and then all of a sudden change direction yeah. and he do wants, what he said. He wants everyone to kind of like kiss the ring and real like submit to the powers that be. And he is the powers that be, right? right. He's, he's in charge of all things football. I think the one thing I would we could talk about. I mean, there's a lot of discussion about potential head coaching, you know, options be, be, beyond the enemy. There's a tongue twister, but Ron, the GM, is who I take exception to first and foremost. Right, Ron, the GM, has to be separated from Ron, the head coach. If you were dealing with two different people, I think you could extend some grace here to Ron, the head coach, and say. He didn't. If he didn't have control of the people, I think you could say maybe the talent was lacking in some ways. Maybe there would be just a a, a smidge of um, of grace extended towards the head coach. But because he's responsible for both, right. and as the GM, it's been atrocious, atrocious. You know, we're, we're going into an off season now. FP, forget about Ron here for a second. But the team needs what it needed. Like if you if you listen to our draft special last summer. We, we weren't sure about Howell, okay, but we weren't ready to draft another quarterback in the position that we were going to be drafting in. But we needed we needed offensive line help. We needed D-line help. We needed secondary help. Are those not the exact same talking points we're dealing with right now? We, we just had an offline chat about measure, it. It's a failure. All, yeah, all failure. our needs 
Yeah, all our needs are exactly the same, except you stumbled into a quarterback that could but but continue forward. I think I've said this before. We're not good enough of a team or a franchise. Frankly, there's I don't think any team should not be considering drafting a quarterback every single year, right? This is it, it, a couple of years ago when I think I think it was Clay Travis that started saying I started parroting it. I, I loved it, right? It was a hot take, but now it's not such a hot take. You should always be drafting a quarterback. 100%. You're drafting potentially in the top five. Like you can't just say we have our guy, we're not going to look. And and if the guy you want is a little, I mean, if you can trade down, get some more picks, like I think a talented GM can do something with a five, a fourth, fifth, yeah, sixth I'm, overall I, pick to like to get the right mix of talent i think sam has proven enough that you don't have to waste a top three pick or your first three picks since we have multiple twos and threes i don't think you have to waste your first three picks on a quarterback i think he's he's earned enough to not have to do that right away but a hundred percent i mean jacoby's jacoby's probably gone you need to draft a replacement draft somebody else that's going to learn the system that's going to come up through the rings it's a must Yep. But also, th- this is – I don't know how it happened. It's like by the grace of the football gods, we are finally, for the first time ever in, what, 25, 30 years, the golden child of the NFL when it comes yes. to off-season destination, destination and where you want to go. Yes. And and that's it's even – amplified even more with with tepper firing the head coach of the panthers yeah i mean you want to talk about short fuse that guy that guy that guy has fired but i mean it a ridiculous amount of coaches and he's paying all of them all of them yes but it's also it's putting it, it at least for me it put me in check with the the fire run now the do the 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 fire everyone and start over harris and his patience we were all annoyed with it last week. JDR being fired was enough to hold me over, but I <laughs> looking at it now, please <laughs> no, but, but looking, looking at it now, it, it makes sense that Harris is patient because you suddenly are not an ownership group that, that has that short fuse that have the warts on it as Grant put it. Yeah. And, and somebody else coming in will be like, well, at least they let a very respected coach leave gracefully, right? It's not ugly. That's something that Snyder would have done. It would have been ugly and ungraceful, and then it would have sure. left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. So Harris practicing his patience as much as we all didn't want it a week ago. It's a good thing. I gotta say, I'm a little surprised by this take. I'm a little surprised by this take. I don't I don't mind it. I think like it's it's a very mature take from UFP. Very mature. Like if if JDR were still blind, here, if JDR were still here, you would there'd be f bombs left yeah i mean listen there's there's teams that have moved on from their coaches much faster and i think every time that happened especially when you look at teams that were uh, underperforming right but they hadn't bottomed out the way the commanders have especially right. on defense i mean they are yeah I mean, like no one no one expected or predicted this defense to go from you know top six seven to worst when that's where they are yeah mm-hmm. so it, it, that is that's really bad, right? You say what you want about JDR. His scheme is archaic. It's annoying. He's a dinosaur. He still shouldn't be he performed. He did perform yeah. the. I mean, the, the year they made the playoffs. Uh, you know, with uh, when Heineke came in and uh, the the COVID year, right? It was largely because JDR's defense was just outstanding, right? right. Outstanding. It, it just didn't happen. It didn't happen this year. I, I'm 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 curious to see how Ron 
changes things up if he does at all. I think he has to. Because frankly, if they perform just as poorly, then what was the point of moving on from Jake? It's going to sound like I'm very rude towards Ron Rivera, but I think he's going to overly simplify the defense. And I think he came out and said that. He's going to simplify the defense so that the players react faster and and or, or in position faster. Uh, I don't think it's going to make Barton faster, although he's a – I mean, Barton, welcome back. Like, I think he's going to be activated, I think. Is Cody going to be activated this weekend? I think he was playing against the Cowboys, I believe. I think it might, maybe I got my names mixed up. No, no he was. Yeah. Oh, maybe I was. Maybe he I was, came. Maybe he came in. He that that was that was the change that Ron made. Well, Mayo looked like he had. He was getting. I mean, two weeks ago. Like, listen, the linebackers aren't going to get faster because he slow because Ron simplifies the game plan. They're not going to be. It's it's not so much the it, it's the secondary and apparently, Forbes has a a, a boo boo on his elbow. The secondary gets confused if they're he's supposed a to be on his elbow, so he can't run to the right. Yes, There's and apparently, I don't, I don't get it. Based based on the last two games, it has become very clear that our secondary can't figure out if they're supposed to be in man or zone. Something is amiss there. Yes, they they, yes. they can't figure it out. They don't know how to communicate to each other. And these receivers aren't making like spectacular grabs, right? One they're single wide open, one double step. Wide open. Well, yeah, and there's no one there. There's no over-the-top coverage. Yeah. The, the so, stat that, that blew me away, FP, was uh, NFL teams. Did you see the stat? They were 57-0 uh, and 0 in the last 25 seasons. If the team runs for 100, passes for 250 or more, has the ball for 35 minutes or more, doesn't commit uh, more than 25 yards of penalties and no more than one turnover. They are 57-0. and 0. Glad we could be that. He did all of those things and lost by 35. All of them and lost by 35. That is, that is like next level. Like, uh, that's like, uh, I don't know what that is. That's like, I mean, it's it's the same thing that happened a week ago where no team has gotten nine sacks and lost. It just, the the stats that we have been putting up or, or breaking or, confusing the world with this season it's 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 astronomical and and the dolphins come into town i think they're the number one team to score touchdowns outside of the red zone yeah and we're the number one team to give up touchdowns fire every one of them up yes i mean it's it's also the coach is coming home party right this is where he really got his like first first start like he knows the terrible building he he I mean, I'm sure he's still got people in the building, but regardless, I haven't I haven't been watching the Dolphins hard knocks in season. I'll tune I'll tune in for this. I'll yeah, tune in I'd, for like that one. I'd like to see that as well. I mean, this is we'll talk about. I want I have a couple thoughts on the Dolphins too. I mean, I got them outside of my top five, I think, just by a smidge. Um, but I mean, the Dolphins are going to be a recurring theme here. They're going to come in here and do work. I, I think there's one guy on the sideline though that you've got you've got a pretty uh, a pretty. Uh, He's my he's my guy. You got eyes for somebody, mm-hmm. and uh, you sent me something to read about thirty minutes ago, and I read it, and I got eyes for him too. Now I'm going to yeah. be watching one coach there pretty closely. You want to you want to give us a drive by analysis here, FP's take yeah. on who the I coach mean might the, be, the, the new coach the new coach should be Frank Smith, the coordinator of the Dolphins. And if you if you want to read something, just read his biography on the Dolphins website. And that man for what 15 seasons now has like had a very strong input on 
turning the Dolphins offense around, uh, around making them one of the, the best, most, most yards, most scoring offense. He did it with tight ends and, and Darren Waller and with the Raiders when he was really, really well. He did it with the Saints. He's getting linemen to Pro Bowls. He's doing so many things. He, he's had a hand and, and a play in so many different teams and elevating so many positions and so many offenses. He's my guy. And if you look at this Dolphins offense, and, and it kind of it kind of goes into sort of where what we should do with all our draft picks, which is why I love him. If you look at that Dolphins offense, it is, and, and we'll see it firsthand on Sunday, it is an, a beautiful thing to see. And I'm sure a lot of it is McDaniels. But it's it's an offense that fires on all cylinders. And it's, it's a high-revving, high-output machine, which is exactly what we need. And I think Sam Howell has proven he can he can sling the ball around clearly. I mean, his name is right up there with Tua as far as passing yards. And and a lot of people hate me when I say this, but if you bring in an elite wide receiver, so I, I was one of those guys, right? And and I've I have waffled and wavered and gone back and forth on Terry specifically a lot. And and I think my official position is going to remain from this point forward. He's a number one on this team. He's yeah. not an elite number one. Right. He's not a game-changing number one. He's a guy yeah. that you can 70% of the time throw it towards him and have confidence he's going to catch it. He does have drops from time to time. He doesn't get that crazy separation. Stevie kills him because he doesn't get that crazy separation. He's got all right. the speed in the world. And he body catches. He body catches, right? There's, that's why there's some deflections. and things. He's, he's a fine receiver, and I believe that you can... You can use him and Jahan. I think you have like I don't want them drafting a receiver. Let me let me put it that way. I don't want this, I don't want the skins going out there and 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 going after a wide receiver. Now there's a couple tight ends, maybe that make more sense that we need, but Terry is an interesting, he's in an, an interesting spot, right? Because he's clearly got the speed and has in the past taken over or dominated a game. But he's not that just super alpha number one guy that you throw the right. ball towards him and he's going to make magic happen. Every but time. there's somebody that potentially falls to you that is that, which is Marvin Harrison Jr., also from Ohio. And I would say I, I would be against this idea if we didn't recoup so some if, yeah. if we didn't recoup some draft picks from losing Sweat and Chase. I would I would be against this, but we did get those draft picks. You're saying use you take the best available. I'm saying if if a true elite receiver comes down to us in the first round, use that pick on him. Don't overdraft. Don't bring in a project. You get the elite receiver, right? You get the next Tyreek Hill, the next Justin Jefferson, whatever. Yeah. And and to keep with the Dolphins team, if if Marvin Harrison is your Tyreek, Terry is your Waddle. And there's your offense that can yeah. and what, can what, be, a, what an amazing asset right. Jahan would be. And if and if you're if your third is Jahan, Curtis is probably gone. Pringle and Diami are trash. I don't want them on this team anymore. That is a good wide receiver room. We have a good we have a good wide receiver room now. That is a great a lot wide of money, receiver room. A lot of money and draft capital tied up in that, though. Right. It it, it has shape yeah. I mean, potentially at a more impactful position than the D-line. But the team but has also, so many other like they have to spend. They have to draft three hundred percent offensive percent three. But if you look at the NFL from a thirty thousand foot view, you need that offense. Need receivers, sure. you need that offense. Except that can do if it. you're the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs do it with me and you playing receiver. They're, they're the only. But, but, but look at the Chiefs right now. No, nobody's really afraid of the Chiefs right now because nobody on that team can catch the ball. 
That rookie Rice though is he's good. He's he's good. He's good. But nobody's really scared of the offense, the, the Chiefs yeah. offense as, as they have been in years past. But because you have the two second round picks, the two third round picks, build build the team correctly that way, right? The first round pick, commit to an elite, but then you can go O-line, tight end, O-line, edge rusher, because we need that now, and just keep Line filling back. in all those gaps. That's that's fine. You still have four picks in the top five sure. or, or the top yeah. 100. You, you said it at the top, right, at the jump. This is an attractive position for someone yes. to come in because you have pieces. Robinson is a serviceable running back. Gibson potentially a good spell back. I don't think he'll be on the team next uh, at the end of next training camp. You have at least two receivers in place. If 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 your top two receivers remain your top two receivers, I think scheme gets you a long way. If you can get one more, okay. Like you could convince me that's the way to do it. Offensive line. I mean, I miss Morgan Moses, right? I, I miss Sheriff. Like these 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 pieces that have at times been like a band aid here. Uh, I mean, there's there's studs, there's studs. I mean, was it Morgan is rated where right now? Pro, pro Football Focus has him as the fourth best right tackle in the league. Yeah, yeah. I Did mean, we get anything for him when he left? No, no. And but, the reason he left is just because Ron thought we could do better. Did we? No. Okay. Yeah. So like the, the and this is why I go back to what I said, right? Ron, the GM. Like I would have, I would have preferred before the JDR firing that the Harris group or somebody magic even magic can just tweet it. Ron is no longer the GM of the team, right? Yeah. The GM halfway through the season isn't doing anything. There's no trades to be made anyway. If Ron wants to quit over it, so be it. Right. But yeah. like at that point you remove him having to fire his friend JDR. You do it from the leadership position and that's it. And you got to move forward. You know, the enemy is another interesting piece. I, I, I'm not sure what, the best case scenario would have been for Bienemy coming here last summer, except to prove he can do it without Reed. Does it count what he's doing now? Is he doing it without Reed? No. I think it's yes, but a non-convincing yes. It's it's I think he's getting the offense isn't necessarily way better than Turner's offense, but he's doing it with a I was gonna say he's doing it with a lesser quarterback, but but Howell is way superior to Heineke. So the 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 problem with the EP the, there's a lot of problems with the EP suddenly right so there's there's rumors coming out you're about the coup you're talking about yeah, the coup in the, the locker room the players the don't want him power. the players don't want him to have as much assistant head coach powers as he has Wait, what kind I don't of know. Power, what kind of power do you think he has I don't the know the, the pace of the practice I don't I don't understand do the players think he's chatting up with JDR mm-hmm. I mean he's the only one talking on the sideline I don't understand well, how talking. anybody on this team can complain about coaching when you're four wins and the worst defense we've of ever course. seen in DC. Of course, I, nobody should be allowed to season, complain. What is the highlight of the season to date? Is it the Broncos comeback victory or is it almost beating the Eagles twice? What's the highlight of the season here? That's just so painful to think I know, of. but but like wh- what are these players doing? Like they're professionals, I get it, right? They're still playing for something, but like shut up about the coach. Like yeah. Like, be Shut quiet. Up. Like, but I mean, but here's the thing with EB, right? He's polarizing because you have half of the fan base. They go look at Sam Howell. Look at his passing yards. He's top in passing yards. This, that, and the other. Great, yes. But we're passing sixty-five times a game. It's it's bound to happen. Well, I take it a step further. Without the enemy, Howell may not be the quarterback. 
Ron, remember, Ron was like, I didn't know what I, well, why didn't, how, what? How did you not know? You see the guy every day for a year. You didn't know what you had. I mean, but it's very possible that he says, we're going to sit the kid for another year. Like it's very, very plausible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's bringing Jacoby to continue to, to grow the kid on the bench, right? To leverage and try to get another year out yeah. of, out of ownership. It's and very, that, very and that would have, that would have completely changed what happens this off season with the GM yeah. and head coach. Company. Yes. Yes. And, and maybe that top four or five pick. Yeah, the reason this job is attractive is because you got Howell on three more years, assuming he doesn't hold out, right? right? Three more years at a cheap deal. You have receivers in place. You you need to fill some significant holes, but aside from, I mean, the record would have you believe they are way further away from being competitive. Right. My eyeballs, I don't, I don't, maybe I'm just too close to the team, but I don't see it that way. Like they feel much better to me on paper as a team right now constructed than a Giants or maybe even yeah, I, I, Bears. I Patriot, believe, Patriots are like a legit mess. Yeah. Well, I, I think Bill's messing with the team a little bit. But I truly believe a proper GM that comes in, an analytical GM just like Harris wants, and then you bring in a head coach who can who can say, yes, I see what Sam has done. I can work with him. I truly think you can get essentially a Texans turnaround time frame where D'Amico Ryans comes in. And they go from worst to darlings of the NFL yeah. in the hunt. That guy's not available, right? He's not available. No, but it it's possible. But the thing with EB, I don't I don't see how a GM and a head coach come in and they say, "Yeah, we'll take what's already here. We're not going to get our own guy." I don't see that now, the happening. Only, and I don't think I'm only, really mad at that either. The because the only exception would be if if it's if the GM comes over from like the Chiefs. Where EB's like a known commodity to them, yeah. Or if like Andy Reid decides he would, they win Super Bowl and retire, and he wants to just be, you know, like Holmgren did that, right? I just want to be in charge of personnel. I mean, hey, okay. I, I right. would love that. Okay, exactly. Like there's, there's, there's a way. There's a, there is a path but to the, the, the minute one percent probability that yeah. that there's that he's Extremely staying. Extremely unlikely. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, all the passing yards that we have. We rank 24th in yards per pass attempt or something like that. So there's there's a big skew in how well this offense is doing under EB, right? You you should Brian Robinson has shown that he is a very good running back. I think he's he's trending as, yeah, he's trending as one of like the top five, six running backs out there. At, at least when it comes to, to scoring or Yards between red zones, whatever. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, but he runs. Listen, he runs hard. He runs hard he behind a fumble. terrible line. Yeah, typically doesn't fumble. He's his hands have improved tremendously this season. Yeah, right. He he can make. He doesn't have that speed though, like to just house call from anywhere. He doesn't have that. Right, but the he's have that times two. We're, yes. I mean, this defense. It Barkley is an amazing running back. The Dolphins have two of those guys. Like yeah, they have two. And we're, they're both faster. They're both faster. We're going to get shredded. We're going to get shredded. Raheem, Raheem Mostert against Cody Barton is going to be so I, bad. If you just, I mean, the wheel route that the Giants ran like 500 times against the, the Commanders, both times they've played. Like, legitimately, the Dolphins can run that with two different guys at the same time. And get mismatches anytime. It's it's going to be a track meet. And, and you still no have way. you still have Tyreek on the field. 
Tyreek's yeah, going to get 700 yards. Receiver. I don't want to see Forbes one on one because Tyreek might might go for you know he might he might be the first receiver to have like five catches for 300 yards. It, it, I truly can see that happening. Yes, yeah. it's it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, it's a, it's a diff, difficult position that this defense and and Ron is now supposed to save the day, right? Call the defense. I mean, if uh, we'll see, we'll see. But I. You know the commanders. Uh, I don't. I don't really know where they go from here, right? Like winning games at this point is not necessarily the thing you want to do, right? After you you drop two to the Giants, you drop to the Seahawks. Like those those were the last three. The Bears game, obviously. Like even if you throw in the Eagles games, like it's all revisionist history, right? But the the their their record could easily have been reversed. Yeah, but the, it's not right. So where you are right now, you're better off not winning a whole lot more games. Right. But then, but then that is, that is the issue with Ron, right? Ron will get a, a random upset over the Dolphins or the Niners, and then Ron will find a way to beat the Jets and the Rams, and then Ron will find a way to beat the Cowboys at home, and then all of a sudden our our shiny top four, top five yeah. pick, he gets to claim you know near five hundred on his way out. Right, we're drafting eleventh. Yeah, and and that that the whole game plan that I have with <laughs> yeah, it's the gone. Dolphins coordinator, and you bring in Marvin Harris, and and you do all this stuff. Hey, listen, man, that's that's. I mean, if you wanted to write that up as a story, right? Like as a human, you know, not 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 pull an SI bit and just uh, <laughs> have uh, Chat GPT write it for you. Like that's a that's a good script. It's a great right? script. This is the guy we want to coach. This is how we want to use our top five, top six draft pick. And then we go from there. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I do want to talk about some of the, the better teams with the commanders. Listen, I, I've got them in the bottom five where they belong. Maybe they're, they're not as bad as the Patriots and they did beat the Patriots. They're not as a, they're not as dysfunctional as the Panthers. Panthers are in real, a real bad shape. I think they belong kind of lumped in with the Cardinals and the Titans kind of somewhere in that, you know, yeah. bottom you know, they're just not a good, these are not right. They're non-competitive. There's some talent on the, on all of those rosters, the giants, jets, and bears. Uh, I think they're worse than those three teams. The giants beat them twice. So I can't, I can't put the giants below them. The jets. I don't know how, I don't know what to do with the jets. Their record says that they should, I mean, their, their personnel, they should be better than they are, but they're not. So you, you are what your record is. And the bears, I don't really have a read on the Bears, but my my worst teams in the league are Panthers, Patriots, Commanders, Cardinals, and Titans. Uh yeah. I I think it's it's absolutely Panthers and Patriots. I would truly put I, I think I'm putting the Commanders right there at 29, 30, yeah. 30. I mean the Cardinals, I know they beat the Cardinals, but the Cardinals they just look But bad. the Cardinals, the Cardinals don't look as bad with Kyler, right? So yeah, they didn't. They didn't look terrible with uh, with Dobbs. I mean, they yeah. have receivers. They've got a running back. Got <clears> their defense is better. I I don't think they're worse than us. No, and then the Titans too. Titans yeah. play ugly. I mean, they've got they've got questions at quarterback. They don't, you know, they don't really have a receiver to catch the ball. I mean, Hopkins is. Uh, I mean, he's a million years old, but I mean, but but the the I would I would equate us to the Titans probably the most, but their defense plays better than our defense yeah so. more competitive keeps them in games yeah i, I, I mean, mean it sucks like from where we were to where we are now like yeah we we should be hovering we should be hovering in the the fifth the, the 12s to 16s yes we're not we're we're bottom dwellers yet again 
in the NFC East on as well as the whole league. Yeah, well, on on track now to go over over for six. You know, to go winless in the. I don't think that's been done in forever, right? To to win zero games in your in your division. So, not at least not in the NFC East because every game is a, is a toss up sure. mostly. But yeah, we'll be. Thanksgiving wasn't so much of a toss up though. Uh, one was turkey leg yeah. hiding in the Salvation you know Army bowl. Just... Good, good for them. Good for them. They're so confident they were going to score that they put they put they put food in both end zones. And if you, uh, I don't know if you watched the game back, but after like one of the early touchdowns, they went to do it, and Dak said, "No, we're gonna, yeah, score. We're gonna wait score. till we score more." And he's even said it. He even had the audacity to say it in the post game. He's like, "Yeah, we knew we were gonna score again later, so we just deferred the celebration until later on." But on, uh, it, it it needed to happen. Harris had to see it in in front of his eyes. It was had like to, had to tweet about it. Right? It was like the most watched regular season NFL game ever. Something like that. It, it, insane TV metrics for it. And but nobody cared. Like when was the last time we didn't care about a Dallas game in, in DC? Like that's how far the fan base. Hey, you know, you guys, this is a tangent here, but like I was getting some heat for for doing uh, some thrift shopping on eBay this past uh, last <laughs> couple of weeks. I buy an old Redskins gear off eBay. It looks awesome. Okay. Yeah, and the second I put it on, I just feel better. Like that team is the team that I care about. Right. Yeah. As much as I try to care about the commanders, it's not my team. It's not my team. Like I don't have any affinity for the commanders. I'm trying. I'm forcing it. Well, that's why I wear this hat. It's the last time we'll have a Redskins logo and and NFC East champions ever. Yeah. Last time ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have my Redskins hat somewhere. I mean, I, I'm even drawn. I usually wear this hat, the the football team hat. Right. Even this one, I can kind of like. I'm okay with this one. I'm okay with football team. I don't like commanders, right? And no. I'm doing all my thrift shopping. I'm buying all this like, you know, secondhand, gently used or none of it's ripoff yet, but maybe I'll get into the the ripoff uh, game here pretty soon, but I just feel better like we're rocking that gear. They could be they could be owing 5000, but like the colors matter to me, right? Right. The the commanders don't wear burgundy and gold. They wear trash bag black and maroon maroon we were jim zorn colors and yeah like jim zorn the the prophecy of jim zorn came <laughs> full circle right like where's the where's the burgundy and gold where, where are our team colors right like well, nobody cares about dallas dallas week used to be such a deal even when yeah. the team was down you'd get up for dallas week and dallas mm -hmm. week plus thanksgiving oh we'd be we doing we'd be doing shows all week long local yeah. radio would be going crazy nobody cares like and that's a harris problem like he's gonna have to deal with that the sooner you get rid of commanders and get back to something we understand or something we recognize, or at least the right colors, like is it too much to ask for the right colors? Can we just get the I right just, colors? I don't even want just the 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 thing that that drives me crazy with the whole rebrand is the one thing universally loved was the uniforms. Yeah, the one like change the name, change the mascot, change the freaking HDTR, change the hail colors, to the Redskins songs. Nobody had to complain about the uniforms. You could freshen them up a little right. bit, sure. We're an expansion team now. Like why why do for 9000 years it's been burgundy helmet, gold face mask. Why do we not have that anymore? That would immediately improve the helmet. Why are we wearing trash pack black? Why? Immediately. Immediately improves the helmet if you have this. Yeah. It's all burgundy. Well, and fans can embrace team. that because we recognize that. Right. Even if it's got a W instead of uh instead of the instead of yeah. a, a C on the just put a W on it. I mean that I I truly hope Harris has something in the works, a better design firm 
than whatever Tanya Snyder college intern hired POS did for the commanders. I truly hope that it's simple, simple changes that, that, and and we saw the, the first three weeks of this season, we saw the fan base ready to explode. Yes. Ready to come back 400 yes. fold. But then Ron did what Ron does and the but team we, sucks and, and we, we fade back down. Yeah, but I, I feel strongly about this. I don't think we, any of us recognize commanders. Like we just, like the stadium isn't full of commanders gear. Right. It just isn't. Right. Yeah. When they're like, you know, even, uh, I mean, this is another tangent. The kid, the, the the seven-year-old that went to the Chiefs game over the weekend, right? Who's there in, you know, half his face is black and the other half is painted red and he's got the big, like, tribal Indian headwear on and all that stuff, Native American headwear and whatever. What? Why is that allowed? Why, why are the Chiefs allowed to have it? Like, why why, why are they allowed to do the, the Seminole chop, the, the, the chop and do the sound? Like, and when they do it, CBS pans wide and shows you the whole fan and all the state. Like, we didn't even do that. That wasn't our thing here. Like we didn't, right. we didn't, we didn't do the chop. We didn't make the little sound. We didn't do any of that. Nope. We just it's all taken away from us. Why? Why? Because Why? Of Dan. It's because of Dan. That's okay, it. but like I hate to play the fair card, but like I agree. They gotta, they gotta enforce it universally. Like that I kid, agree. and I'm not. I'm not trying to can't like Deadspin tried to cancel the kid, and everybody came out and like Deadspin's apparently gonna get sued back in the I mean, that, that, right now. Yeah, that kid's gonna get a lot. His college is paid for. They ran a, a purposefully misleading story showing only one side of his face when you can clearly Google the kid and see both sides of his face. And it's half black, half red, right? Steelers games, black, yellow. Like uh, 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 Cowboys games, blue, silver. Like it's, yeah. not, it's not a story. You want to make it about the Native American headwear, fine, except there's 80,000 people in Chief's kingdom like karate chopping. Like yeah, you break. I mean, it is I, like I understand Redskins is derogatory, right? I get that, and Chiefs isn't. But if your whole if your whole thing is so many things have changed because of cultural appropriation. Why did we change the logo of Land Lakes Butter? Like everything has been changed, and Jemima's gone too. Yeah, but but tomahawk chops and headwear and. Uh, calling yourself Arrowhead Stadium, I mean, uh, like a, a weapon that was used. All of these things, sure, allowed. Why is Oklahoma still named Oklahoma? Oklahoma means red man. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Redskins not allowed. Red man apparently okay. Yeah. I, like I, I don't want to get into this because it, it just it just hurts me. Like I was actually looking for my 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 Redskins hoodie. I was going to put it on, but um. Well, you have the Cle- the Cleveland Indians become the Cleveland Guardians. But they, Indian, no Indian's not a derogatory word. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the, yeah. there, there's always. I know Magic. Magic may or may not be listening to the show, right? But Magic, get a little group together, okay? Get the tribal leaders of the various North American, Native American tribes in a room and say, "We're going to go back to Redskins, or we're going to go to Warhogs, but bring back the logo or some variant of it." We're going to 1% will go 1% of all sales will go 2% of all sales will go to Native American uh, charities and, you know, you know, do the the spit and the handshake and let's go. And, you don't and- even have to do all of that. I think the entire fan base would welcome back Washington football team and our old uniforms. Yeah, I'll take, I'll to take be that complicated. I'll take football team with burgundy and gold. Burgundy yeah. and gold is what I need back more, more. 
I love the name, but I need the colors. I, I have no affinity for black and uh, maroon and yellow, right? As as Jay Z said once upon a time, uh, "Horny for Zorny." Yeah. I, I don't I don't have any. I don't care about these colors. I don't care about this team. Uh, I don't know how we got on here, but I wanted to just do top five, and then we can a uh, couple other things I want to talk about. Um, I'm gonna go top top top. I got Eagles. I know you're out on the Eagles. I know. I'll give you a second here to respond, but I got Eagles and Ravens. One two. Got 49ers, Cowboys, three, four. And I'm I'm big on the Cowboys right now. I think that team, I think that team is better than people give them credit for. We'll see how they play under pressure, though. Right now they're kind of playing, especially on Thanksgiving, it was house money. I got the Chiefs at five, although I'm not confident that the Chiefs can stay there. And then Dolphins, Jags, and Lions kind of on that bubble looking in. And I really, I mean, the Dolphins, we know they can score a ton of points. I'm low-key really, I love the Lions, but I'm big on the Jags. I'm big on the Jags. I think they've got a little bit of everything. They can score points. They can play defense. They're just hit or miss. Like It, it just seems you, not every week. You're not getting their, their best every week. I I think I can't go I can't go high on the Eagles. I understand their record is what their record is. I still think they're a fraudulent team. So Jalen Hurts is oh, they still should lost, they should have lost two to the Skins. He still fumbles a lot. He still throws a lot of terrible interceptions. I think the last three games that we've seen, at least in the first half, he's done absolutely nothing. Right? The and and the stars are the stars. That's why they're winning, right? You have the best front office in the NFL. You have everything kind of clicking for you, but you are AJ Brown and and a tush push away from from losing the game, sure. right? And that's every game. They're they're they're. Have you seen the Eagles put up a dominant win? No, no. The way the Ravens did over the Lions. No, no. They, they you don't, don't have see a signature it. win. This they, they no. have they have a few comebacks. Few comebacks. No signature win. No right. just outright domination of a team from start to finish. That right. Yeah, so I, I don't think they have the best record. Yes, they're not the best team. I think the best team right now might be a toss-up between Ravens-Niners, which I truly think will be our Super Bowl, but I think it's going to be Ravens-Niners. They're, they're, they're kind of toss-up for one and two. Um, and then from there, I'll give you Eagles at three. Chiefs, I can't give them four. I think I would go probably Lions four. And then I think I would go Chiefs, then I would go Jags, then I would go Cowboys, because if you look at the Cowboys' so records, Cowboys, I, I think Cowboys haven't beat a team with a winning record. That defense season. is really good. They haven't faced a I, team okay. with a winning record. I mean, I, that I, defense wasn't really good against the Niners. Listen, they, they can only play who's on their schedule, right? So I'm not going to hold right. against them. But, but when they faced the Niners, they looked sure. terrible. Sure. I, I, think, I think when we talk, when we start thinking playoffs and which teams could make some noise. I think the Jags are going to be that like dark horse pick because they can they can do just about like Ridley can catch anything and he can take he can make house calls from any, pretty much anywhere on the field. ATN when he's good when, I mean they just have nice pieces and the defense has been strong. I mean I actually have a, a really surprising team that hits close to you that amazingly is in the mix. Don't say it. It's the Broncos baby. Something Some, happened. Something, something happened. Yeah, after the, after that loss to the Dolphins, where they gave up seventy points, five straight, five straight, big wins, strong well, defense. They're doing it somehow. Russell, strong, Russell, strong defense. Russell's not throwing the ball 
all that much, right? He's he's like a hundred. He's under. He's actually averaging just under two hundred yards per game in those five wins. But his QB rating, his efficiency, yeah, very good. No more picks. Yeah. Long sustained drives. Consistent. Long, yeah, long I mean, sustained drives. Yes. They they're essentially doing what what the Redskins were doing when we upset the Tom Brady Buccaneers, right? That one game where we just sure. Heineke just wouldn't give the ball away and then you win. That's what the Broncos are doing, right? Sound defense, couple playmakers on the outside on offense. Yeah, I mean Judy, Judy that's not Judy. throwing the game away. Judy gets overlooked. I mean, Cortland Sutton is outplaying him for sure. For sure. But they have some guys that can catch the ball. They have, I mean, they're not gonna, they're not gonna beat you in a foot race, but they will consistently catch the ball, especially in the red zone. I mean, Sutton has got maybe three of the top five catches this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. For touchdowns. But I mean that and that's look, we were all dogging on Sean Payton at the start of the year, right? He lost to the commanders, then you give up 70, and then everything looks terrible, and him and Russ aren't a fit. But Sean Payton is Sean Payton, right? He's a good coach. Yep. He he has a great track record. He does. Good coaching will outshine bad moments eventually. And we have gotten to the point now where good coaching for the Broncos has outshined. They they made adjustments on defense. That defense looks really, really good right now. If if I'm an AFC team that's in the hunt, I don't want to face the Broncos. I don't want to go to true home field advantage at mile high you don't want to deal with snow yeah altitude no way right and and it's that's just what good coaching does right terrible start but then you pull yourself out of it whereas ron terrible start yeah somehow we get worse makes no sense yeah yeah i mean one nfc team i think that i'm 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 quietly rooting for is the rams the rams are an interesting team as well they could be – it all depends on the health of Stafford. And then they were excellent, but over the cap and no picks and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stafford had four touchdowns. Yeah. Right? And the defense is getting sacks from everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they, they could make some noise too if they stay on the track that they're on, right? I mean, that's, it's – That's kind of the – A lot of band-aids and duct tape on that one, right? But that's it's – kind of good coaching is going to outshine bad games yeah. eventually. And, and McVay has proven he is a good coach. Yeah. I mean – I'm glad we're not the Panthers, right? I'm, I'm glad yeah. we're not that. that. That's a bad situation, right? You went all in on, on Young. He doesn't. He doesn't look the part. He's too small. He doesn't make the right reads. His. Arm, I mean, it's it's been years and years of them mishandling. But now the they've QB got no position. Picks. I mean, their their best candidate might end up being somebody like, like ironically, like a Ron Rivera, who can come in and stabilize. I, I would never, love. He'll never go back, right? Like that. I would happen. love to see that home that reunion maybe, happen. Maybe like a Greg Olson. Maybe someone like that's got. You know, no coaching background, but kind of understands the city. I mean, that's a tough. That's a tough one to go to, right? And and I mean, is he the new? Is he the new Dan Snyder without you know the uh, sexual assault or sexual? It's, it's mis- a toss mis- up between between him and Ursay, but I mean, thankfully we're not in that conversation. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to not be there. But uh, you know, do you think the Wizards will rebuild faster or be competitive faster than the uh, Commanders? This was a FP floated or a LP floated that one out. I don't I told them no, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. The Wizards, have you? How many Wizards minutes? How many minutes of the seventeen games that they've played so far this year have you watched? Roughly six. Do you know what their record is? Two wins. Well, they got 
you're close. They got three because they beat the Pistons. Oh, right, right. It was the it was the that, uh, that barn burner that happened with the two worst teams. It was in the, the two were it was two and fourteen versus two and fifteen yesterday, or two and two and fourteen versus two and fourteen last night. And the Wizards, they did win. Jordan Poole is legitimately uh, trash. Not, not good. Not good. And I mean, I, I don't know where I don't know where you go with this team. To be honest, I mean they are. But isn't the, the the NBA you just the NBA is is just free agency centric, right? Just spend a little bit of money, bring in somebody, and then you can immediately turn the team around because it's all individual performances that have to gel together. But it's very hard to get players to come to DC, as we have learned, I think, many, many times over. The Spurs, I mean, have you watched any Wemby action? Yes. Okay. They stink too. Yes. Right? They won three games as well. By by the way, did you happen to catch Pop? Telling people to stop booing his baby Kawhi. I mean, that's just. Can you can you imagine what kind of cuck behavior is that? Well, what is I mean, hundred. What is that? We don't do that here in San Antonio. We don't boo players from other teams. What? What? Could you I imagine? Like, money to come here because I want to see the Clippers and Paul George. I want to see Kawhi, and Kawhi shooting free throws, getting booed as he should because he chose not to stay in San Antonio. Why? Of course, they're allowed to boo. And Daddy gets on the microphone. Oh, you guys, uh, we don't do that here. Just quit it, quit it. It's just, I mean, we'll have to have a whole other the whole other podcast about how soft the country's gotten. But it's shocking. I mean, I what? In, in, if you work for the Spurs, if you work for the arena, what are you doing handing the coach the <laughs> microphone during a live? It's a live play. It's not a timeout. It's not like a halftime or promotional thing during like a TV timeout. It's on live TV. <laughs> Right, and Kawhi's just standing at the line wait, waiting to shoot, and then Pops, can you imagine being Kawhi at that moment? And you hear Pops' voice on the loudspeaker, like, stop, stop booing him. Unless it was all, like, some super gamesmanship stuff. Like, he's doing, like, you know, mental gymnastics to get into Kawhi's head. I, I don't know. Like, it was just a terrible look for Pop. Yeah, I, it just... Just just grow some balls. Need, just just have some chest hair. Just I mean, can we talk NBA or can can you can you fake it or I can I, fake uh, it. No, I I put on a couple games. I mean, did you see the Lakers lose by like five thousand? They lost by. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy whenever the Lakers lose. I mean, LeBron. I'm not a LeBron guy. The Lakers are ten and eight. He's doing stuff that forty year olds aren't supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's it's like I'm not cheering for him. I'm not cheering against him. It's annoying. It's annoying to admit how long he sustained success, right? And and coming from a DC fan, right? When you have Ovi defying the 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 law of of like getting older, the way he is, LeBron's doing the same thing. I mean, it's he's in he's in that upper echelon of that conversation of Ovechkin and Brady and and all these guys. He shouldn't be doing it. He's too old. Yeah, it's annoying. That's why I hate him and I hate the Lakers as an organization, except that I like that we have Magic Johnson as part owner. I I mean, what they're doing, they should be better than they are. They're not. I mean, they're 10 and 8, you know, but you look at the the league is very streaky, right? The Suns right now have won seven. Spurs have lost 12. Um, You know, the better teams, the Magic have won seven. The Pistons have lost 14, right? Like the whole league, it's actually very similar the NBA and the NFL, and that there's a lot of parity, like the good teams, like the Celtics, the Bucks, the Magic, on the Eastern Conference, the Wolves, the Thunder, surprising everyone. They got their own off-the-court controversy, yeah, which I'm I'm not brave enough to talk about here. Uh, <laughs> not yet, anyway, until I understand a little bit more the Nuggets. 
I mean, the Nuggets, the Nuggets won with DeAndre Jordan, who's legitimately a thousand years old, playing real minutes. It, it's interesting to see. Like, it's I mean, the NBA is not back. It's it's actually really hard to watch. Um, the in season tournament and the courts drive me crazy. Very bad. I, I very very bad. And very I don't. I still don't understand it. And I'm pretty sure I think the Wizards are eliminated from the in-season tournament. And I don't know what happens with that. Does that mean we stop playing? I have no idea. Courts? Honestly, if it was like the I think I, I I think I talked about this before, but if it was like a national tournament where the go-go teams and the WNBA right. teams and the collegiate teams or the semi-pro teams, if they all like the Globetrotters versus the Wizards or whatever. I'd okay. love it. Right. Okay. Like somebody will be crowned national champion. Right, like at the end of this tournament, right, the national in-season tournament champion. But it's just the NBA teams playing against each other. Yeah, so, but that—that's what I like. like I don't understand it. League up here, but like bring, bring, bring the Canadian league or bring, bring some other teams. Like if if the if the Wizards are eliminated from the in-season tournament, which I believe they are, do we still play in-season tournament games? Do we still play on ugly uh, basketball I courts? Have no idea. I don't know why the court has to look so stupid. I, I have no idea. I, I it just makes. I got. It. I got no clue. I got, I got no clue. Anyway, any final thoughts as we put a bow on this one? <clears throat> I uh, I hope the Dolphins beat the record that they had against the Broncos and win by eighty. These guys out for blood. <laughs> you, already lost, you think Rivera's not going to get fired? So the only thing that happens is players won't want to come here because I, I almost just kind of want Ron to eat a slice of humble pie somewhere in his head he thinks he's on top of all of this and okay. yeah, yeah I, I, I need so. him I need him to be served some some humble pie. All right. All right. Well we'll see if we can get LP in here maybe next week. And uh I think Stevie will be returning next week as well. There's uh he he wanted to talk about some UFC stuff. I said fine. And I uh, asked him if I could talk about soccer. He said absolutely not. And he was like he threatened to Stay away again. And I, I'm sure you said you back with the sentiment. So we'll put it there. We'll stop right there. Thank you, FP, for hanging out. My name is Joe. Um, for anyone who is new to the show, you can find DTC on any social media platform and any podcast platform. Wherever you consume your podcast, you will find us to search DTC or Defeating the Curse. Thank you for hanging out with us until next week. We are out.